being haunted by ghosts, breaking into morgues, and water buckets determining if you're going to live or die? It's all happening next at AfterBuzz TV. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello! Welcome, AfterBuzzers. We are breaking down Season 1, Episode 2, Nancy Drew, The Secret of the Old Morgue. I'm your host, Chelsea Overrocker, and to my far left, I have Samantha Jacobs. She is a lover of all the Nancy Drew classic books. Hi, everyone, and if you can, you can catch me covering another CW show, The Batwoman and The Good Place. Oh, so you just love all your drama. Yeah, I love it all. <laughs> CW. <laughs> and Samantha here is also running our live chat. So if you're in the chat room, say hello. And if you are a podcast listener and want to join in on the live chat, simply go to AfterBuzzTV.com, select our show, and join in all the fun. And right next to Samantha, I have Kate Montgomery, who is just loves all those old mysteries. I do. I love a good mystery. And this <laughs> one is really shaping up to be a good one. So It is. Yeah. It is. Well, I'm excited. I cannot wait to dive in and get into the episode. For tonight, we're going to go and talk about George and Nancy's relationship. We get more in depth with their friendship and why they are kind of rivals at the beginning. We find out George's secret got released, that she hooked up with an older guy in high school, and everyone was kind of against her. Nancy's friends were making fun of her, so there's still some bad blood a little bit between George and Nancy. And then Nancy breaking into that morgue gave me goosebumps. She has to get a (laughs) blood sample from Tiffany's dead body. Oh, gosh. Uh, And then she gets caught, unfortunately, which sends her to the police station. That's when Nancy confronts her dad about what she found out with Ned and about Lucy Sable's red bloody dress that they found in the attic in the trunk, too. So kind of some interesting times between father and daughter moment. But you're going to want to stick around because we have our special segment, Who Done It? Who do we think is going to be the murder for this week? And then we have our news. An actor from the show is going to be starring in an upcoming Hallmark Christmas movie. It is Tis the Season, if you could believe it or not. But that's all coming up right next. But before we dive into tonight's episode, what was your overall thoughts? This was a spooky one. Yeah. There was moments where I was like, oh, ah! And I didn't think I, I did not expect that at all. Yeah. So same. I loved it. Yeah. Um, I lost some faith in some characters I had mm. been pulling for a little bit. So. Yes. Uh, I know some characters we were really rooting for, especially with Ned. I kind of lost some faith with him towards the end. I'm like, Ned, what are you doing? A.K.A. Nick, what are you doing? <laughs> Just to clarify. No, it was dad for me. It was definitely dad for And me. dad yeah. for you. Yeah, yeah. dad. I, he's kind of become a number one suspect, too, as well mm-hmm. on my list. But speaking of suspects... George was kind of my number one suspect last week. And then I was just always questioning, what is the relationship between Nancy and George? Why do they have this bad blood between them? And it was finally confronted that George, this isn't the first time that she's been involved with an older guy. She also was involved with an older guy in high school and it got out and Nancy's friends weren't very nice to George. And it sounded like Nancy wasn't a part of it. However, she never stuck up for George and that just made them go their separate ways. How do you guys feel about them bringing that into the show about the reason why they don't like each other? Do you think that was a smart move with the CW? I mean, I thought it was smart. I I will say 
um, when she was at Ryan's door, she said, I'm not in high school anymore. So I assume that Ryan was the guy that she was kind of messing around with when she was in high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I totally. That's a good catch because I was thinking when I first t- caught on to it, I was thinking, okay, this isn't the first time George is guilty of hooking up with an older guy, but it could very well be Ryan, which puts George as the number one suspect because that's when she wants to get rid of Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did like though how Nancy, when Bess and Ace came back into the shop. She co- she covered. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. you know what? We couldn't get the cell phone. Yeah. And she was stepping up and trying to be a, a good friend of George. So we see that they really do have each other's back. I was kind of questioning at first. Mm-hmm. But what do you think about the relationship with George and Ryan? Are we still, f- like, are we still feeling that? Are we fans of Ryan? Or do you think he is just no good? Uh, he was married. So I'm going to say he's no good. I'm going to say he's a pedophile. So he's <laughs> yeah, he's a pedophile. No yes, Listen, yes, yes, there's yes. No, make no bones about it. I don't care how tough George is, how mature George is. She was a junior in high school. He was a grown married mm-hmm. man. You are a pedophile. That is and that. And so you guys know I disliked him from the beginning. He's a pig. So this just <laughs> dug a deeper grave, um, you know, for him, for me. But I thought... It was pretty believable because mean mm-hmm. girl culture is really strong in high school. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and I mean, I have a school counseling school counseling background. And so when I see stuff like that, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could totally see that happening. You know, George getting ostracized, um, her feeling totally left out, um, her probably having some ambivalence about the choices mm-hmm. she was making. But then the reinforcement she's getting is to be ostracized yeah. and you know what I mean and yeah. slut shamed so it's not like then she's going to change all of her choices and suddenly start making good choices you know what I mean yeah yeah, yeah. so it's kind of a sad cycle so um it was really interesting to see Nancy kind of apologize for mm-hmm. it and say you know hey um I, I even though I wasn't directly participating in it you're right I was around it I did laugh at the jokes right you know so I was contributing to it so I do apologize for it I thought that was really adult of her and a very I mean I was just like okay yes I Mm -hmm. mean there was no other way for her to respond than that and I thought she did an excellent job Yeah. yeah yeah they're in this together this case is they're in it together no matter how much she wants to say she's doing this on her own Mm -hmm. how much people want to be separated that's true but they are doing this together and this is what is bringing them back together like things that happen in high school like you said it's just high school it's Mm -hmm. just something that happens you get emotional about something you don't really know the background behind and Georgia's been through a lot she's lived like a really tough life for her to be only what early 20s right now Mm -hmm. yeah and so for Mm -hmm. Nancy to also have some struggle she's finally realizing maybe like oh maybe George isn't as like crazy or slutty as I'm thinking Mm. because of whatever she's been dealing with yeah so it was mature of her I thought so too but with George she has a lot on her plate because not only is she hooking up with Ryan but she started to get her own suspicions when they were in the bedroom and Ryan took that phone call Mm -hmm. and he wants to get Tiffany's body moved to New Hampshire to go to a different um, Mm -hmm. autopsy Mm -hmm. that was really suspicious so he doesn't even want them to be in the same city where Mm -hmm. this all went down Uh, Kate you're just I could you're (laughs) I could what are your thoughts on this it was so suspicious his quote was we need to get ahead of this thing now Mm -hmm. I was like get ahead of what (laughs) 
Yeah. Oh, poor George. You know, you could t- you can tell that she's really falling for him, yeah. and mm-hmm. you know, and I'm sure he's manipulated her at times, and. Yeah, it was devastating for her to. I was glad for her to see it, but it was still devastating at the same time to see her realize, like, oh, he's not who I thought he was. And then that's when I think she really was like, like you said, got suspicious, and then had no bones about trying to get his phone away, even yeah. though she wasn't able mm-hmm. to do it in the end. But, and I think in that moment, that's when she said, "Okay, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to be on Nancy's side," because mm-hmm. she let Nancy mm-hmm. know, and that's when they all came up with this plan, thinking, "Okay, we got to break into the morgue," because you know Nancy's brain's going around thinking, "We could do our own autopsy. I just have yeah. to get a sample of blood." Like, just need blood. The, yeah, in the ninth grade, I had someone that did this for me before. No worries, I just need a blood sample. I'm like, "Okay, Nancy." Only Nancy Drew Only would say Nancy. something like that. No, thank let you. me get this blood from a corpse. Uh, I was like, "How is she going to do it?" And then I was, I was like, oh, Needle, okay, that's smart. Yeah, okay, okay, I see. But George is still, she still really cares for Ryan because they went on this plan that she was supposed to steal his cell phone at the park. Mm-hmm. And then when Ryan is confronting her, just saying, you know, I, this is the reason why I'm going through a hard time right now. This is why with Tiffany's death, it's just it's a lot on my family this is why we're doing the autopsy at a different place you know I just don't want any rumors to get spread that's when she sat down the phone on the ground Mm -hmm. and then she just said she even made a point saying oh you dropped your phone Um, so she didn't really go through her plan and Nancy caught her too because Nancy Mm -hmm. was in the bushes Mm -hmm. George is playing with fire here Mm -hmm. I feel like so what are your thoughts, Samantha, between George and Ryan's relationship in that moment? Would you have done the same thing or would you still be on Nancy's side and say, I'm going to get that phone? Because she, she right away, she, she was there on Nancy's side. And yeah. then when she started talking to Ryan, she just completely lost her backbone. When you're in love, it's hard. <laughs> it's hard. <laughs> when you're in real love, love, especially at that age, it's hard to not, to stand up for yourself especially if you've never stood up for yourself before. Yeah. So in, if I was George in that moment, I think I would have, I would like to say, I probably would have put the phone down, but then also at a moment at least looked and saw yeah. or figured something out or went through some texts or something, at least got a little bit more information instead and not completely go through the whole plan that Nancy wanted, but at least come back with Nancy with some juice. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, at least I found this. Okay. Yeah. Like, you know what? I guess I was given. Maybe I read that completely wrong because I was thinking he went in his car and got and was fumbling around for his jacket. Uh-huh. And then he put his jacket on. And I was like, oh, once he puts his jacket on, he's going to realize that she has his phone because it's yeah. not in his pocket. Yeah. So that's why I thought she put it on the ground so he wouldn't be like, hey, where's my phone? Did you te- take my phone? Do you have my phone? Because I thought he saw her go oh, in the car. that's a good point. So I didn't, I didn't read it. I mean, I guess, but that makes sense. I could. It could be read that way too, as like she, um, yeah, kind of lost her nerve and put the phone down. I thought she did because mm-hmm. after that, Nancy catches George back at the Claw Restaurant, mm-hmm. and Nancy says, "Are you trying to cover for the killer, or are you the killer?" Oh. Mm-hmm. So she called George out, and then she's like, I'm not coming for anyone, and then that's when Nancy said, but you're sleeping with him. <laughs> and that's when the whole thing just escalated. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I kind of took it as I thought maybe George was having second thoughts. That's why she put the phone down mm-hmm. and didn't really go through with the plan, and that's why Ace and Bess decided to have the car break down and be mm-hmm. on the road. 
which we'll get into a little bit later. But yeah, it can it can go both ways. But I think George is she still cares for Ryan, and especially when they were at the seawater ceremony, she was trying to warn him and say, "Hey, you know, you have a lot of people that are against you," and he just brushed her off. But the optics on that, the, the another part of that is like how immature George is, because the optics yeah. on that are terrible. Yeah, I can't be out here talking to this young girl and her being like, "Oh," da, 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 when there's a whole line of people so that true. are going to judge me, that are watching my every move. Mm-hmm. So in that case, I was like, she can't expect for him to mm-hmm. be cozied up to her and chatting her up and stuff. Like, yeah, he yeah. has to appear to be the grieving widower. I yeah. mean, even though y'all know I hate him, but <laughs> I understood yeah. he needed to he appear. Needed, right. He needed yeah. to cover. The optics of that were important. And I think the way George took it was, oh, does it matter if Tiffany's dead or not? He's mm-hmm. still going to not see me as, just like his hooking up buddy, basically, mm-hmm. is what yeah. she came up with. Right. But... Um, a lot of a lot of crazy things. Um, you know, <laughs> we're still not fans of Ryan, but I am starting to become more of a fan of George, and I think okay. she's going to be there I for agree. Nancy. Yeah. But speaking of our fans, before we move on to our next topic, we just want to say thank you guys so much for making AfterBuzz TV the ESPN of TV talk. In order to help us grow, we ask, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, leave us a comment on iTunes, and give us a ratings. Again, we really just want to thank Kevin Maria for creating AfterBuzz TV because we're able to engage with you guys as fans and do what we love. (laughs) (laughs) All right. (laughs) Well, speaking of love, I did not love that morgue scene. Oh, gosh. But she had to break in there. Yeah. Well, first, it's it's classic because with the typical Nancy Drew book, yeah, she could just go ahead and pick mm-hmm. the lock. But now, here we are in 2019, everyone has cards. Yeah. So it was, was it was cool that they had – they. I loved how they um, wrote that into mm-hmm. the episode. Mm-hmm. And she had to go and break it to the car and, um, and get the – get the fob for it but we keep seeing lucy's ghost too mm-hmm. we saw it right after in the morgue during the day mm-hmm. and then we saw it when she after she got done breaking into the car mm-hmm. that ooh, that freaked me out i yeah. think lucy is sending i don't think she's trying to so much scare nancy i think she's trying to help nancy solve her own case did you guys get that mm-hmm. impression yeah i don't think i don't think that lucy sable is related in any way to the current crime no yeah Mm -hmm. um but she's always around and like (laughs) girl come in the daytime you know what i'm saying yes yes (laughs) come over cheerios when it's light outside and i'm happy in my pjs (laughs) like nicely like why you always gotta come at night in a tense situation timing lucy timing yeah i just okay i wrote this down i said dead lucy's haunting her but is it because she doesn't want Nancy to do this or is it because she wants to give her clues? Mm. Like, what is Lucy's motive behind this, you know? Yeah, I think, well, after Nancy broke into the morgue and she got the blood sample from Tiffany, which freaked me out. She had to go... (laughs) And then she got Tiffany's blood sample and then, of course, she turns around. There's one dead body that she don't take a look at. She gets closer and she opens it and nothing is there. (gasps) But and then she gets into the was it the tissue room that they call Mm -hmm. it with like dead bodies remains yeah (laughs) and she finds Lucy Sable stuff you know I think Lucy like you mentioned Kay has her own case and she's trying to get Nancy to help solve Mm -hmm. it so that's why maybe along with this case who knows maybe that's why Lucy's doing what she's doing but yeah, what do you think is the motive? Do you, you so okay, you don't think it's connected to this case at all. 
Samantha, do you agree? I feel like maybe Tiffany is somewhat connected to Lucy in some fashion. Maybe they were friends. Or maybe they there was something there mm-hmm. that they had. Maybe she was the bully to Lucy. And it's oh. just kind of like a circle oh. to where Lucy knows a little bit more about Tiffany personally mm-hmm. than anybody else. Yeah. Because yeah. it goes deeper than that. That's what I would think. When the alarm went off in the building, do you guys think that was an accident or someone set Nancy up and did it on purpose to get to have her get caught? Because, remember, Ace knew about this because Ace and Bess are trying to stall um, with the car. But mm-hmm. I just thought it was weird that the alarm goes off and it was just perfect timing. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. after she had been in there for that long. Yeah, she did yeah. everything she needed to do and then the alarm just went off. Yeah, that was really weird. And we know yeah. we can't we can't trust Ace, mm-hmm. right? We can't completely trust Ace at all. Yeah, he is having second thoughts though because at the end of the episode is when the detective um, text messaged him saying, you know, let me know what happened yeah. at the morgue. Keep me in the loop. Mm-hmm. Keep me in the loop. And he puts down his phone and he just kind of looks off into the distance. And I think he's starting to really care for Nancy and Bess. Definitely mm-hmm. Bess. We yeah, know he cares Bess. for Bess. Mm-hmm. But he's starting to really care for these people where I think he doesn't want to be that snitch anymore. Did mm-hmm. you guys get that impression too? Yes and no. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm like, I don't... I feel like yes, because he... I think he's getting connected to Bess, and he knows that Bess and Nancy are in the same circle. Uh-huh. Bess genuinely, or at some point, there's a th- fraction of it, cares about Nancy, right? Yes. So he feels like he needs to care about Nancy as well. And if he says, with that new character, Elizabeth, yes. coming in, then that's just another witness. So then yeah. she could spin something like, oh, they broke, their car broke down and they were acting funny and things were weird. And then, like, you know, she could spin it in a way to make him more involved. Or I don't know, because who was she? She was just a random. She's definitely going to play a bigger yeah. character, mm-hmm. I think. This is just the beginning because we definitely – now, that's one thing I'm kind of um, – with Bess, she sounds like she could go both ways. She could either, she's interested in guys or mm-hmm. she's interested in girls. Mm-hmm. And it seemed like she did have a connection with Elizabeth because she even texted her at the edge. She deleted the text yeah. message, but hey, do right. you want to go grab some dinner? So that's kind of an interesting take. Um, more modern Nancy Drew that mm-hmm. we have a character like Bess. Yeah. But yeah, I think with Ace and Bess, I think because Ace really does care a lot for Bess. I don't think I think he's going to have some second doubts. I don't think he's going to be as close with the detective as we got when we first saw the episode. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Kay? <laughs> I don't. I don't trust Ace at all. I don't no. think so. I mean, I think um, whatever benefit he's getting, you know, he's just a dishwasher. So if he's getting any kind of extra money, or mm-hmm. you know, he has some kind of incentive, I think he's going to continue to feed the investigation mm-hmm. and Ivan yeah. agrees with you he says like I don't trust or I don't get anything from Ace like nobody should trust him I don't mm. think he did set off the alarm so oh he doesn't yeah he doesn't think that Ace did it oh yeah I'm wondering who did you know I'm kind of going back to Ryan maybe a little bit I don't know because mm. mm. he's the only one because he has money and mm-hmm or who is Elizabeth connected to? And maybe her, someone on her squad yeah, set the alarm off. That's what I'm yeah. yeah. Yeah, maybe. I thought it was interesting at the end of that how George <laughs> came right at the end. And I yeah. thought, oh, she's going to help mm-hmm. Nancy out. And she was like, no, just give me the stuff through the I window. Know. 
you. I thought that was <laughs> that was the window. Adam was like, just give me the bag, yeah. and this was like, what? She was like, listen, mm-hmm. you, you, nothing's gonna happen to you. They're gonna go and book you. Just give me, just give me the stuff. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, what a bold move, and also, yeah. I thought it was interesting, like. Is Nancy gonna be really mad at her and hold that against her that you didn't help me and you left me? I thought they were gonna try and squeeze her through that little square and then um, like that little yeah, hole. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was really shocked that I was really shocked that she got busted. Basically, uh, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking. Who? Uh, like, yeah, wow. I feel like some of this stuff, the alarm. Um, I mean, it could go back to George because George did know that Nancy mm-hmm. was in there mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, even she could cover like she was trying to help her, but no, because George made a point by saying, "Look, you could get arrested and have all this behind you, all this blood samples, and not get anything out of this, mm-hmm. or you're going to take it. Yeah, they're yeah. going to take it, or you could just trust me and I'll give it to you later. So mm-hmm. in that move, Nancy's like, "Well, I have, I don't have a choice," and I felt like that kind of defined their relationship too. Mm-hmm. Their friendship is strong because they have that trusting bond again. Mm-hmm. It's not like George went behind Nancy's back that we haven't seen so far and didn't give her the blood samples. Now, who knows? Hopefully, George didn't do anything off camera that will come into next episode with Ryan, you know, with Mm -hmm. those blood samples. But um, even Nancy was saying, well, here's take Lucy Sable's blood samples as well, too. I'll, I'll explain later. So kind of interesting. But are we even feeling kind of going back to Bess and Ace? Are we feeling that relationship or are we feeling more Bess with... Elizabeth. Well, I thought it was really interesting because I mean, I get I, I feel like you don't get to see that in a character a lot, the Q, right? So you yeah. see LGBTQQIA yes. and one of those Qs is questioning, right? Mm-hmm. Even when it's LGBTQ, sometimes that Q is questioning, sometimes it's queer. Mm-hmm. So I don't think we get to see a character like this kind of explore their sexuality. Mm-hmm. I mean, I saw on Twitter a lot of people were like, oh, she's a lesbian. And I'm like, she said that she doesn't know what she is. Mm-hmm. She's trying to figure it out right now. Or maybe mm-hmm. she's not even trying to figure it out because she said, I don't date anybody right now, you know? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was interesting to see for us to have a first um, hand look at someone kind of exploring their sexuality and kind of trying to figure that out. So I thought that was really interesting. I thought that was good too. Yeah. yeah. I like it. Like you said earlier, it's the modern Nancy Drew, right? Yeah. This is something that is more open, more talked about, more explored. And this just elevates her character into something that's more relatable to people. I agree. I agree. So, yeah, I'm kind of liking the relationship between Beth and Elizabeth, too. So I know we're going to explore a little bit more into it. But after Nancy gets caught, she's back at the police station. And a lot happens at that police Mm -hmm. station because Karen is trying to talk Nancy down, saying, look, you can't get yourself involved in this situation. And Nancy's just trying to clear her name. And then she sees something pop up on Karen's computer. So that's when she sends Karen away to go get coffee. And she sees a last text message about the package is here, pick it up. And it's mm-hmm. from a random number, mm-hmm. which we'll get into a little bit later. But that leads into a big story plot. But what I want to talk about is what do you think between Nancy and her dad? Do you, we, I'm starting to have some doubts with her dad. When he was explaining the whole situation, oh, yeah, the bloody red dress, that's just a prop mm-hmm. from your great-great-grandmother. And, yeah. like, and then, of course, he burns it at the end, so that was a complete <laughs> lie. But I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts and opinions about Nancy's dad? I thought it was interesting, because you know how much I love Lance, Nancy's dad. <laughs> I thought it was interesting how he just had a story for everything. I was like, oh, he's quick with a lie, because yeah. I didn't believe him from the get, but, you know, yeah. he's a lawyer, so... Um, <laughs> lawyer, liar, whatever. <laughs> sounds liar. Like, same, same. Same, but, same, same, same. So for him to say, 
you know, oh, yeah. we oh we just got some food coloring on it. I used to scare your mom with it. I was like, mm, why yeah. is it by itself in the attic? And interesting. that's what I found interesting because she called him out. She was like, no, I remember seeing you guys do this. Yeah. And then he just did the circle run around. Like, oh, yeah, we did dig something up. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, actually that It happened. was a treasure. Yeah. And we decided to dig it up at midnight in mm-hmm. the rain. Oh, I was yeah. like. And really not. bad, yeah, sir, yeah. sir. Re- yeah, <laughs> and then that's when she's like, "Well, you know, mom said that I was dreaming the whole thing," and he's all like, "Well, you know, your mom. She just tries to say stuff just to get you to bed and everything." But he was just covering for every mm-hmm. little yeah. thing. But Carson does confront Nancy that he knows that she broke into his office and found Ned's mm-hmm. Nick's case mm-hmm. files. Mm-hmm. Um, and he didn't really I didn't feel like he gave like a straight answer about that he was yeah. just saying she was just saying why don't you want me to be with Ned and he's like well I can't tell you further information but he's just not in your best interest and that way I'm thinking okay is it more Ned or is it more the dad being suspicious then yeah. so I still I, I don't know what, what you guys thoughts were when um, Carson was trying to explain I feel like Carson trying to explain or cover up Ned, I think, is covering up himself or something that was involved in that case because we find out that Ned technically didn't know Tiffany was the one who filed the case. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Or something. Allegedly. Right. Allegedly. (laughs) But, like, when you go to court, don't you know who's filing the case? Yeah. Like, you're together. Well, here's the thing. She's not necessarily filing the case. She's the key eyewitness. Oh, okay. Then, yeah, he he wouldn't know. She's the key eyewitness. What is he wouldn't. Interesting is, I was looking up some stuff about, because I've heard, have you guys heard this a lot, that eyewitness testimony is not reliable? Like, there are a lot of psychologists and there are a lot of um, courts that are kind of in battle about using eyewitnesses because their testimony is so reliable. Actually, the Marshall Project says, in 20 to 25 percent of seven 75,000 police lineups annually the witnesses pick a filler okay so they pick the wrong person you know you get a filler person just to come in and do a lineup and in 20 to 25 percent of those cases people pick the filler person so the eyewitness testimony is not i mean it's just not not, no no and mistaken eyewitness identifications contributed to approximately 71 percent of wrongful convictions in the u.s that were overturned by dna evidence and that's from the innocence project that research so i don't trust this i her eyewitness testimony that got him railroaded and then let's not even talk about how if you're a black person in this Mm american system you're seven times more likely to be convicted of a crime like I don't trust her eyewitness testimony at all. At this point, I feel like Ned Nickerson was wrongfully uh, imprisoned yes. at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I have other reasons for that. But um, so she's the key witness. So when she testified, she was able to do so kind of like anonymously. Now, that mm-hmm. is that is true. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because she's just that a witness. So there's she no reason for him to see her. Yeah. So, but I think <laughs> that even though she didn't take the sand, mm-hmm. I think that he still, that he knows it's her. Oh, he does. Because at the end of the episode is when Nancy wants to call mm-hmm. that mystery number mm-hmm. and it shows Ned's phone. Mm-hmm. So he, the dad is trying to cover up by saying, well, Ned wouldn't know that Tiffany called him out. But Ned knows mm-hmm. because yeah. he contacted Tiffany before and there's some mystery package that is still floating around so yeah that that's going to come into play but what's very interesting though is that carson is now taking on ryan as a client and beforehand he said he was not going to do that because nancy asked how'd you get the money to bail me out so quickly he's like well i took on a new client 
Mm-hmm. And there is some bad blood between Carson and Ryan mm-hmm. that we saw as yep. well earlier on in the episode where um, even Carson said, no, my wife told me not to get involved yeah. with your well, family. Well, he said, I made a promise I to promise. my wife. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So now you're making, you're breaking Break, promises yeah. to your <laughs> dead wife? I was like... It's not a good role, bro. Not a good role. No. no. I mean, he's already cheating. <laughs> he, uh, he You is. know, like, he's already with Karen. Then how is so, he cheating like, with Karen? I, mean, I bet their chemistry Let's was there Let's not drag Karen before. into this. We're not dragging Karen in. No Karen. Oh, my gosh. What if he was cheating with Karen in or the beginning? Or you know what Making I mean. me so sad. Okay. Uh, they had to have some type of flirtation before when she passed away. They are going all in. That's true, because it hasn't been long, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, okay. Nancy does make a point, too, by saying, I don't know if I can even trust my dad with everything that he's telling me because he still covered up his relationship with Karen. Mm. Yeah. So she has those doubts. But, yeah, and then we see Carson destroy the bloody dress at the end. I'm a little <laughs> nervous for George, and yeah. she gets the bloody bucket. Um, we tip it over. Yeah, I was like, was that blood or paint? Yeah, Did somebody I thought it was prank paint her? first, too. And then when he says at the end, oh, we got a water, not a blood. Yeah. And I was like, oh, poor George. Poor George. There's, I know. I We got to keep watching because I'm kind of worried for George's life right now. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's basically the it for the whole entire episode. Wait, what? I have one more. One more. <laughs> okay. So when... The, when, when um, Nick and Nancy are back at his home. Yes. And she calls, and then later we see the burner phone ring. Yes. Right before that scene, when she's calling, the book on Ned Nickerson's uh, table side, you guys can freeze it when you rewatch it, is The Count of Monte Cristo, (gasps) which I thought was really interesting because what are the themes in The Count of Monte Cristo? Revenge. Uh Right? Yes. The limits of human justice and the limits of the justice system because oh he didn't get justice. And then also the theme is money can't buy happiness because remember in the beginning, that's what happened to Edmund. Mm-hmm. They admire him because he was poor, but he was mm-hmm. happy. And so they set him up. Yeah. So I was like, these are all things that we could see in Nancy Drew. What's that book? Pause. Because I'm nosy. I was like, what's going on in that bedroom besides making out, girl? I think you're going to solve this (laughs) mystery, which leads us into our special segment, Who Done It? I feel like, Kay, you have this. Yeah. You're going to solve it. No, but it's not me. You think I'm saying it's Nick? It's not me. It's not Nick. I feel like we got a suspect down. We got a suspect. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, good detective work, Miss Kay. Thanks. Anyways, we have a special (laughs) segment, and it's called. Who done it? And this is where we determine who we think is the murder suspect or who actually did the murder. Mm. So who wants to start? (laughs) Chelsea. I'll go ahead and take a start. (laughs) You know, this week I'm going with Ryan. He has just been so suspicious in my opinion. I was first the autopsy. And then I still think he's the one that caused that alarm to go off. Mm. I I still think he does. And I don't know. I really hope George is keeping things private from him, but he kind of does have an in with George as well. So I don't know. My my suspect this week is Ryan. Hmm. Well, I will say I don't watch the show trying to solve it because that would spoil it for yes. me. Yes. I watch the show to get immersed in the world and see all these characters and the relationships develop and get to know them better. But when it comes to who done it, I'm with you. Yeah. On Ryan. <laughs> I'm I'm team anti Ryan. Anti Ryan. We're not 
I'm team Ryan the Killer. <laughs> Hashtag Ryan the Killer to the end. Yeah. So he's still my he's still top of my list. I I want to say that it's Elizabeth. Ooh. Ooh, we might not. Elizabeth, we might not have a photo of Elizabeth. She's a secret new person. Oh, she is. Yes. She's new. And I totally spiraled on that, so that was not your <laughs> fault, Vito. Shout out to your hard work. We love you. Um, but yeah, I feel like she is involved with somebody. It could be Ryan. Mm. Yeah, it could be somebody else. We don't know. Yeah. And I think she's involved in it in some way. Good point. Good point. I know she really is cute she, for a mortician. She well, is. Mortician was that cute? Yeah. <laughs> Well, that is our week of Who Done It. <laughs> now it's time to get into some news and gossip with Kay. So very exciting news here. We are huge fans of Christmas. We're big fans of Hallmark movies. Yes, we are. <laughs> so Scott Wolf, who we've become increasingly more um, suspicious of, but in, in real life, I'm, I'm sure he's a nice guy and you know doesn't roll, roll his daughter and whatever. Um, he and Kristen Chenoweth have a new holiday movie coming out. Um, it's called A Christmas Love Story. Kristen Chenoweth plays the director of a youth choir. She finds this kid with an amazing voice. It ends up being Scott Wolf's son, but Scott Wolf is totally against his son singing. He thinks he needs to focus on getting his college apps in. So there's a little bit of a rub there between those two, a little bit of a friction. Mm. Um, so we'll see friction turn into love, maybe. I yeah. love it. Well, I'm a huge Hallmark fan, so I'm definitely going to be watching Yeah, I'm this. super yeah. excited. It's going to yes. premiere December 7th at 8 p.m. And hopefully Six Months of Christmas, which is a companion network to ours, run yes. by Kevin Ungaro, um, will cover this movie. I'm really excited to yeah. see Yeah, well, I actually, I'm covering Hallmark, so we will be covering Yay! this movie. So be on the lookout for that. Know, it's called The Christmas 24-7. Ah, The Christmas, Christmas 24-7. Awesome. Christmas 24-7. Thank you. Yes, yeah, so shout out to that. And quickly, let's get into our predictions. After Buzz TV predictions. Uh, we'll start with you, Sam. Okay. I think next episode we're going to actually see some more depth between Bess's character mm-hmm. and maybe That's Elizabeth. So we can get... I'm all about Elizabeth right now. I love when they pull <laughs> in a new character because they have a purpose, right? She said her name. I feel like if she they didn't say her name and she was just the mortician, right, there wouldn't be anything. She specifically was like, I'm Elizabeth. I'm like, all right, you're going to be in the series forever. So I feel like there's going to be some development between Bess and her, either relationship-wise or Bess is going to find out a secret that is going to relay to Nancy. Good. Mm, yeah. Very good. <laughs> um, my prediction is we will see Lucy Sable full on. No more, like, dangling hand. No more we turn around and she's gone. I think we're going to straight up see her and Nancy's going to be able to communicate with her Ooh. in some kind of way. Yeah. And, like, do you need me to help you? I feel like she wants me to help her. Yeah. You know, it's going to be more communication between those two. Because we got to stop getting this, like, flashing, flashing <laughs> spooky hand yeah. business. I think she's going to talk to us next time. Yeah. Well, yeah. I love that. Bouncing off of Lucy Sable, I predict that Lucy is going to start haunting Carson because he did burn her dress. Ooh, and that's true. she's going to want some revenge. So, yeah, I think we are definitely going to see a little bit more of Lucy Sable, and she's going to be more of a um, more of a character next episode. So it'll be interesting. But that's our show for tonight, believe it or not. It goes by so fast. <laughs> fast. But before we leave, Samantha, where can people find you on social media? You guys can find me at storyof underscore Samantha on Instagram. 
You can find me on Instagram at It's Kahila. That's I-T-S-K-A-H-A-L-I-A. And on Twitter at Kahila M. K-A-H-A-L-I-A and the letter M. And you can find me on Instagram at Chelsea Overrocker. That's Chelsea with an I-E. And on Twitter at Chelsea Overrocker. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> the views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.